there's a new text feature that we have set up. So if you want to get in touch with me, include your either social media handle or email so I can get back to you. Enjoy the episode. Paul Rosenblum is a bookkeeper, not an accountant or a CPA. Although the information in this podcast comes from professionals, it's meant to give you enough knowledge about these subjects to have a meaningful dialogue with your tax preparer about bookkeeping and taxes. Welcome to episode 14 of the podcast. And to all of you who subscribe to and follow this series, a big heartfelt thank you. I'm Paul Rosenblum. Today's episode is not just for a bookkeeping business, although I will use examples for a bookkeeping business since I know my field firsthand, but for many kinds of service businesses, not as much for selling a product. When I started my own business in 1995, I was concentrating on getting part-time freelance bookkeeping gigs, and as I mentioned in the last episode, stumbled into teaching, which became a full-time gig for a little bit over a year and a half. However, when I left that first teaching job and wanted to go back to doing bookkeeping and consulting, I thought long and hard on what I can do to make myself different from other bookkeepers as my practice grew. And so it took about a year or so, but I figured out as I started to work with people doing bookkeeping or training them to do their own bookkeeping, that having a good business relationship with them is crucial. The more I learned about a client, the better bookkeeper it made me, since I was beginning to think almost like that client. If I saw a piece of software that I thought the client would like, I'd call them and suggest it to them, even if it wasn't business-oriented software. If I knew the client loved Italian food, and I discovered a really good Italian restaurant nearby their office, I'd call or email the client about that. Only once in the last 25 years have I ever done anything socially with a client other than dinner and discussing their books. I don't really feel comfortable crossing that line. However, I do try very hard to have ongoing, good phone, Zoom, and email relationships with clients. There are clients who I call just to say hi to, even when I'm not working on their books. What this does is to let clients know that I'm thinking of them even when I'm not doing bookkeeping for them. As my practice grew and grew, it became harder to keep up with everyone. However, many clients don't really want to have any relationship with their bookkeeper. Many clients want a relationship with their tax preparer, but not their bookkeeper. I still don't understand that one. They have a business to run, and some don't really care if the books are a 1,000% accurate or not, and don't really want to know about the process, except for the things that they have to do to get taxes filed. Just because some clients are like that, 
it doesn't mean that I should make any less effort putting together their books properly. I haven't walked away from more than six or seven clients in the 25 plus years that I've been a bookkeeper, but it does occasionally happen. If I sense that something is being done illegally, or if I get no help or response from the client when I need information, or if they look at a profit and loss and immediately say to me, this is wrong, I feel like I made more profit than you show, I don't have a whole lot of patience for that anymore, and I've been known to walk away from those clients. I consider myself to be part of their company, even though I'm not an employee not just someone who works remotely putting putting together the books that some business owners don't even look at. Yes, I get paid for my work, even from the tougher problem clients, but having that ongoing relationship is important to me and should be important to the business owner as well. I have always charged my clients per hour for my services. I do have a sliding scale since I work with small businesses and startups, so I understand that their budget at the beginning is small. So I work with that. In reality, I'm the first person to see their profit is going up so I can increase my hourly price as necessary to be fair to myself and give the client some advance notice. I have separate fees for consulting, training, webinar teaching, cleaning up books, setting books up, and managing finances in terms of cash flow and managing debt. However, there has been in the last five or six years a new way of charging clients that accounting firms are doing for bookkeeping services. And bookkeepers have jumped on that bandwagon. Retainers have always been around for accountants and CPAs. For one example, if a corporate tax return costs $2,400 a year, the accountant might put the client on a retainer of $200 a month. So when the tax return is done, there's nothing more to pay for the taxpayer except the actual tax owed. Retainers for accountants also can cover phone calls and things that might come up during the calendar year. But now, not only accounting firms who have their own bookkeeping departments, which I don't recommend most of the time, which is a whole other story, but bookkeepers are starting to take monthly retainers as well. Show me the money. For $165 a month, there's a bookkeeping service that provides services on a cash basis only, quarterly reconciliations, not monthly, 90 or fewer quarterly transactions, which is 30 or fewer monthly transactions, and they can use classifications. I assume that there are some reports as well for the client, but the website doesn't say. With an additional $1,050 setup fee at the beginning. For $405 monthly, they include cash basis accounting only, monthly reconciliation, period closeout and review, and classifications. Also, an additional $1,450 initial setup fee. 
Personally, I have only two or three clients who I charge $450 a month to or more based on the hourly fee. I include phone calls under 10 minutes. I don't like to charge for phone calls, but do charge if they run more than 15 minutes. I provide virtually any reports that they need at the end of each month, usually a profit and loss, a balance sheet, and some specific line item detail reports. And I do charge for Zoom calls, all at the regular hourly bookkeeping fee. And charging a fair price for a service only adds to the respect that the client gives you and the relationship that you can have with that client. If I am undercharging a client because they are struggling, that's my choice. I'm just trying to be a good human being. Don't get me wrong, I make a nice living, but I try and balance that with providing a service at a reasonable price and not really kicking myself in the foot at the same time. Charging monthly retainers at any time for bookkeeping just hits me wrong every day of the week. I will tell you that I have one client on a retainer and it was their idea. They wanted it to help them budget money on a monthly basis. I can understand lawyers charging retainers or accountants charging retainers, but bookkeepers? For the last time, no. Walking away from a client is very hard for me because of the relationship that I either already have with them or the relationship that could have been. The sale or revenue is replaced immediately because I always have an overflow of work. But that doesn't make it any easier for me to walk away from a client. To me, it's about relationships. If you have a brick-and-mortar retail store, you can't have a personal relationship with all the people who come into the store to look around or purchase something. If you sell from a website, you can't have these kinds of relationships. However, you can have newsletters going out to all the people who purchase from your online store in the form of a mass email from one of the online services, and you can make these newsletters relatively personalized. Even if your company is an auto parts store, you have names and usually emails of people who are purchasing car parts from your online store. Send a thank you email that's more personal than just an automatic email sent at the time of the sale. I go all out trying to have relationships with all of my clients. It makes tax season when I'm stressed and yelling at clients on the phone much easier because they know that's usually not how I am. And it's just tax season. Having good relationships with all of your clients helps you keep clients for many years. I also have become a part-time business therapist for some of my clients. Sometimes they need a cheerleader to help them get through bad times and a shoulder to cry on. Others need real help with the handling of credit card bills. Some need help reading and understanding their profit and loss reports and balance sheets. How do you include that in a monthly retainer pricing model?
I know bookkeepers who at 5 p.m. close their home offices or leave their offices to go home and won't answer or return a phone call or email from a client until 9 a.m. the next morning. And the same on weekends, except maybe during tax season. I know bookkeepers who have just three or four companies that they're doing bookkeeping for, and by the middle of February, leave on vacation for two or three weeks. My tax season starts right after October 15, after the extensions are filed by the tax preparer. I start ramping it up, running reports and going through the W-9 information and trying to prepare for all the hundreds of 1099s that I will create in January of the next year. In November, when the month is centered around Thanksgiving for most people, I'm working very hard getting all the books that I can up to date and ready to go. In December, when everything is about the holidays, I'm in my office 10 to 12 hours a day working on people who have been referred to me by tax preparers who have had no bookkeeping for that current year and need to get a completed set of books done so that taxes can be filed. Even though by trade I'm a bookkeeper, I realize that I really am in the customer service field. The means to that end happens to be bookkeeping, but many service-oriented companies don't realize that. Airlines, for an example, as far as I'm concerned, aren't in the flying business nor in the travel business, but they are really in the customer service business and that flying aircraft all over the country and the world is just a means to an end. The airlines have never really realized that relationships with clients is where it's at. If you are a bookkeeper or running any kind of service-oriented company, please email me at bookkeepermensch at gmail.com. That's bookkeeper, M-E-N-S-C-H, at gmail.com to share your story. I'm also on LinkedIn, so you can find me there as well. You can also go to my website, www.bookkeepermensch.com bookkeepermensch.com and leave me voicemail by scrolling down the homepage to find that link. I hope I have given you some ideas to better your business moving forward. As always, thanks so much for listening. Until next time, I'm Paul Rosenblum.